Welcome to Day by Day. We've been traveling through the book of Acts and Dr. Luke has been showing us what it's like for that church in the book of Acts as they move along according to the Holy Spirit. And we have landed on a very impressive church in the town of Antioch. The church is impressive because God's grace has been very present and evident in her. So the church in Jerusalem heard about this and they sent Barnabas to check it out and offer help. And so let's see what Barnabas did and what we can learn from him. Acts chapter 11, verses 23 through 26. When he came and he saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose, for he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. And for a whole year, they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. Well, there are several things that we can learn from this spirit-filled brother. First, when you see the grace of God evident in somebody's life, celebrate it. The text says that Barnabas saw the grace of God evident in the life of the church at Antioch, and he rejoiced. We don't know exactly how he rejoiced. His eyes may have bugged out. He may have chuckled to himself, only you, God, could do something like this. We don't know. But what we do know is that he was glad and he was joyful. Now, I want to go ahead and tell you that this may be more difficult than it first seems. Because if you're anything like me, when I see expressions of grace in someone else's life, or I see it in another church, my flesh rises up and it says, well, what did they do to deserve that? Why is that church special? Why not me, God? And the moment we do that, we undercut the very nature of grace. We need to get better at celebrating when we see God moving in other people's lives. Oftentimes we get bitter or jealous, but Barnabas didn't do that. He could have. We don't hear of the Jerusalem church bringing in the Greeks and the Gentiles like the church in Antioch. So Barnabas could have gotten bitter. But instead, he recognized a movement of God's grace and rejoiced. So here's the next part of the challenge. Be on the lookout for evidences of grace. And when you see them, celebrate. Rejoice. Worship God. Thank you, God, for moving in that person's life. Did you know that Paul gives us the same advice in Philippians chapter 4? He's confronting two people in the church at Philippi. They were in this conflict and he tells them, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is honorable, whatever is commendable, if there be any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on these things. You know, it's hard to get bitter or jealous or envious when you're pinpointing evidences of grace in people's lives. Here's the next thing that we learn from Barnabas. When you see the grace of God working, and you celebrate the grace of God, commit to cultivating the grace of God in other people's lives. This is what we see in Barnabas doing here. Luke says that Barnabas encouraged all of them. But this wasn't just some fluffy, slap on the back, keep up the good work kind of cultivation. This was committed biblical encouragement. You're going to notice that Barnabas encouraged all of them towards Christ-likeness. He said, remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. There's a reason he encouraged them to remain faithful. There's a reason he was very specific with the encouragement he gave. If he had just said, good job, keep up the good work, that tends to feed people's ego. But Barnabas didn't want to feed their ego. He wanted to feed their hearts. And so he encouraged them to Christ. 
Jesus is doing an amazing work through you guys. Stay close to him. Don't forsake your calling, your purpose. You know, I remember playing with my kids in a big pile of pine straw. And they decided to see how big and tall they could make that pile. And what they eventually started doing was taking pine straw from the bottom of the pile and putting it onto the top, which would make the whole pile unstable and fall over. What they needed to do if they wanted to build it higher was to strengthen the foundation. In the same way, when you see expressions of grace and you are cultivating grace in others, always encourage them to faithfulness in Christ. If we simply pat them on the back and tell them what a wonderful job they are doing and how talented they are, the temptation is that they might believe you. But rather, encourage them by showing them how good God is giving us Christ to work through us. Don't undercut the foundation. Don't take away from the foundation as you try to build others up. Well, this went on, and more and more people were coming to the faith. So many that Barnabas had to recruit some help, but yet he was still committed to cultivating the grace of God in others. He was committed to discipling others. So committed was he that he stayed there in Antioch for a year. This wasn't Barnabas' hometown. He was living in Jerusalem. Yet cultivating the grace of God in these new believers was so important to him that he committed a year of his life to discipling this growing family. How important is it to you that new believers become mature believers? How committed are you in cultivating the faith of others, celebrating God's grace in others? I think we have a lot of work to do here, churches. So I am hoping and praying that you will make this your prayer and practice day by day. And when you pray today, pray for Thomas Mobley, his wife Courtney, and their new baby, Asher, as they help plant Grace Harbor Church in Oklahoma City. Also, pray for the Burmese broadcast in the target area of Myanmar. Thank you.